welcome back to another episode today i'm on the floor with hannah lee hello hi thank you so much for coming today (laughs) thanks for having me yeah Um, um so for those of you who don't know hannah actually does youtube full-time yes yeah okay yes. yeah so um i've been making youtube videos like for since 2015 oh wow yeah yeah, yeah. so um i started off just doing like a bunch of lookbooks they were like really popular back then um when i didn't really know what, what i wanted to do after college and then i moved to california and i focused on that a lot and then fast forward to now i like i'm in new york and i moved like in june and i do it full-time now Oh, wow. So you did YouTube as soon as you finished college. I actually did it like my senior year because I was trying to go to med school. But Mm -hmm. then I was like, oh, God, I don't know if I can do this. And so um, I was like just trying to find an outlet for myself. And I loved watching people do fashion videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So I just started doing those like really short, like four minute lookbooks. Um and they were awful. Mm-hmm. And, um, but then after that, I was like, oh, I like makeup and I like just vlogging my um, interests. So I just started doing that. And I moved to California. I got a part-time job. Mm-hmm. And I did YouTube for fun. And um, yeah. And then like it grew. Thankfully, mm-hmm. I was very lucky. Um, and yeah. And now you're able to do a full-time. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. I've only been doing it full-time for like two years now. Oh. Yeah, before I had to have a part-time job because I didn't back then I was like I don't really want to take sponsorships because I'm really not that big of a vlogger and also um a lot of the brands are reaching out to me were either taking advantage of me or brands I weren't interested in um so I was like I need a part-time job to sustain like my life um Mm. yeah wait so then when did you move to New York um I moved in June like June 2020 so actually July I moved June 30th um and it was it was very interesting um i well first of all what made you pick up and move to new york oh i'm curious that was actually super random because well it wasn't that random i always wanted to live here because i had visited here like in 2019 i think i visited new york like three or four times Mm -hmm. um it's funny the first time i came here i hated it then after that i was like oh this is fun like there's so many things to do it's so different um because I was always used to San Francisco and Texas very slow Mm. um lots of like grass and you know but here and everything is it's just really slow everything here is there's always people outside um every street you go down there's something to do I think Mm -hmm. it was I was tired of being in a slow-paced life but I didn't know what to do and when I visited New York I was like oh I can really see myself living here Mm. But I didn't know when to move because financially I was like, it's expensive here. I won't be living with my boyfriend. Um, and a lot of my viewers know this, but like he was very much like financially responsible for the both of us for the first oh, like three years really? we moved. Oh. Yeah, because I mean, he he was like very gracious and like he basically told me, I want you to move to California with me. Um, don't worry about money like just try your best with whatever you want to do and like so nice and I mean I definitely used that as like motivation to work hard and you know 
kind of become more independent and then now I can move to New York um, and once I became a lot more financially stable I was like okay I want to make I want to make a big move because I feel like I've been so dependent on him like mm-hmm. my whole life mm-hmm. or not my whole life but like <laughs> the whole time we've been together mm-hmm. um, and uh, I was thinking okay I need to at least live without him you know for a little bit yeah, yeah. yeah. like I mean I did in college but that's not I mean, that doesn't, I feel like that's not the same thing. Right. Um, so I told him like, hey, at first I was like, maybe I should move to Korea. But then I was like, oh, that's too big of a jump. Like, yeah. I'm not ready for that. And then I was like, okay, I love New York. I'll move to New York. Um, so that's why I moved to New York. He was really, really supportive. Um, I think I was really worried at first financially because at that point I had only been working like full-time for a year right what if I don't become popular like what if I'm like gonna be a loser and like you know but then thankfully like I feel like I have really great um group of people who like to watch what I make Mm. and have the same interests as me and support me um so I'm super super thankful but that's basically a really long story of what (laughs) (laughs) I mean it's kind of similar to mine too it's like I, I don't know if you've been to LA. I have. like I, I did often since I lived in SF. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, it's a, the vibe is a lot different from mm. New York, you mm. know. And I think having kind of grown up there, like going to high school there, college there, I just felt very complacent and almost a bit stuck. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, also I, I visited New York and I was like, all right, like I can really see myself here. So I was like, you know what? If I don't do it now, I might never and I might always wonder Mm -hmm. so I just made it a goal I gave myself like a year Mm -hmm. timeline and I was like okay you're gonna move by this date and Mm then honestly you just like manifest it and (laughs) it it happens you know like if you keep repeating it over and over you kind of work towards it Mm -hmm. like you work harder for Mm -hmm. it I Mm -hmm. think yeah and so yeah and then it eventually happened and like I get the whole financial thing Mm. like moving to New York it's so expensive like I had to save up so much just to you know I mean obviously like the flight and all that stuff like shipping all your things and like finding an apartment oh my god apartment hunting in New York is (laughs) so different yes it's really different. such a nightmare um it's a little different obviously during covid yeah yeah, yeah prices are better but oh my god it was so hard yeah things get snatched up real quick yeah you know like if you really like a place chances are like 10 other people really like yeah. it too yeah. yeah it's so competitive and like the prices are crazy and yeah, yeah. most of the time the building is old too yeah dude so many buildings my building is old af but like yeah. i was like i need to live I just want to live downtown and get the feel of New York, you know, because everyone's like, you got to live like in the city. Yeah, you got to live in the city at least once, you know. Um, So, I mean, I really like even though our apartment is super dingy, but um, the location's like really nice. So Mm. I'm like, okay with it. Yeah, I know. I've always wanted to live in the city, but I don't know. Honestly, Brooklyn is like another place. I think almost all my friends want to move to Brooklyn this year. Yeah. Like, Brooklyn is, like, the new thing. Yeah. Huh, like interesting. I, I think we barely do stuff in Manhattan anymore. Like, mm. we always want to come down here and do stuff because I, I actually don't know why. We just mm. always do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I guess another thing about if people are, like, planning on moving to New York is you need to have, like, your priorities, like, yeah. listed out because there are some things. So, like, you can't have it all for apartments. Yeah. Like, you either need to prioritize, like, 
the price and mm-hmm. location mm-hmm. or like is it the size of the room is it you know like whatever like amenities like what, yeah, what you do sacrifice you sacrifice quite a lot mm-hmm. actually like you don't get everything you want exactly for sure yeah like yeah. i think when we me and so basically i my roommate now she was also in sf and she was moving back to new york and she's like oh let's go at the same time mm-hmm. and live together so when we were looking for a place i didn't realize how difficult it was going to be because I was just like, well, oh, there's no like lawn. There's not a lot of laundry in buildings. Yeah. Um, in buildings, you have to go to a laundromat. There's so many places. There's no laundry in the building. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I need like laundry. Like, oh my god, this is like the eighth floor, but I have to take all these stairs. Yep. Yeah. There's like elevator. I need a doorman because I yeah. get a lot of packages, you know. And I was just like, I have to sacrifice so much, like mm-hmm. so many things that I want. Um, and it's so expensive still. Yeah. Yeah. It's like little things like mm-hmm. having a window in your mm-hmm. room, having a closet. Like yeah. there are so many bedrooms. Yeah, I don't closet. have a closet. Oh my god. Yeah. I have like I have a I live in the flex room. So my oh. I use a closet out in the living room, which is like now I'm like super used to it. Yeah. But I remember when we first looked at the place, I was like, Oh, <laughs> I need a closet. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah but I, now I'm fine with it. <laughs> that's why I thought all of these things were just givens. Yeah. Until I started apartment hunting here and I was like, damn, I really took all these little things for granted. Yeah, because LA has like a lot more space, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. More space and generally like location. It's like if you pick a neighborhood, everywhere's kind of the same, you know, since you're driving anyways. Oh, and you need to, you need also think about subway stops. Like, oh my God, that was the thing that made me the most anxious. Like I am really bad at directions. I also... I don't like public transportation. Mm. I have always been really weird. Like, I get really nervous when I get lost. Oh. Yeah, like, I feel sick, and I'm just, I just, I don't know why, because if you're lost, you just ask someone how to get back. Like, it's not that big of a deal. (laughs) But for me, it's like, when I get lost, I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to die here. I'm going to be stranded. Um, So, like, in SF, I was slowly trying to, like, ride the bus more. Mm. And then when I got here, I was like, okay, this ain't no bus. I got to, like, learn how to use this subway. (laughs) And today when I was actually coming to you, Uh I was like, wow, I did this, like, pretty painlessly. I was sitting on the subway. (laughs) You're proud of yourself? Yeah, I was, like, staring at the window, and I was like, I was like, huh? I took the subway all the way to Brooklyn and I'm not panicking. I had to transfer one stop and I'm fine. Yeah, I was like, oh, I've grown so much already. Yeah. Honestly, it's almost been a year for you. Your, yeah. Your one year is coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I feel like it was really good. I feel like I definitely feel more independent for very small things mm. like that, which might not seem like, I feel like it sounds really stupid to other people who like, have lived like this their whole life like being raised in a city you know because you know people are like you're scared of taking the subway that makes no sense but for i'm so i'm from texas Mm -hmm. like for someone who's from like a really small town in texas for me i'm just like anything that's really new and different i feel just really nervous about it right um but at 28 years old, I can now take something <laughs> alone. After almost yeah. one year yeah. of <laughs> exactly. living in New York. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm so strong. <laughs> no, no. But seriously, I think, like, I, I don't know. I respect that a lot because, like, moving here, it's not easy. Yeah. You know, like, picking up and moving alone is not easy. Especially since, like you, like you said, you did have a very, like, safe and comfortable space back home. Yeah, like, yeah. with your boyfriend 
So I don't know. Like, also, how is that like doing long distance now? Long distance, like, so it's funny because we've only done long distance for like the longest before was like seven months because um, he went to, ooh, we went to, or he went to Australia for seven months for study abroad. Um, and that was like in college. So it was so long ago. But mm. I remember it being not that bad. And when I moved to New York, um, I was like, I wonder how this is going to be like, if this is going to be hard because he's in B school and like, mm. he's going to be hanging out with his B school friends all the time. Do you miss him a lot? Um, <laughs> no. I actually don't. <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> I actually don't like, um, I think when he's here, so he's visited twice and mm. when he's here and he's about to leave, it's like, I'm like really sad that he's mm. leaving. But then when he's gone, I'm like, I'm like, oh, man, like, my whole room is mine now. You know, like, I can, like, do whatever I want. This is my space, you know. And I think I do miss him, but I don't miss him a lot because I feel like I'm having a lot of enjoyment being by myself and having to do things by myself. Mm. Um, And I think think almost, like, the hardest part of – for me being in a long distance relationship is making sure to make like remembering to talk to each other. Oh yeah. Which is odd. But but like, I feel like him and I have an issue where we actually don't talk a lot Mm. because he's in B school. So like, he's like trying to network and like hang out with all, all the school friends. And for me, I'm trying to like make new friends here and just, explore and stuff which is great that we're both doing our own thing but we almost do our own thing too much and like forget to like make sure to go on like virtual dates or like talk to each other about life and stuff so we're like trying to get better at that um but I mean I feel like it's kind of a good problem for me to have because I feel like it means that I'm focusing more on myself Mm. and it's so strange because I thought I wouldn't I thought I would have the opposite problem because I'm like I grew up being a very clingy girlfriend um, and now, cause him and I met when we were 17. Um, oh, okay. so like the first six, seven years I was very, very clingy and mm. I feel like it took me a long time to grow out of that and become more independent, which I'm still working on. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's oddly a very difficult part of being in a long-term, long-distance relationship, if that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, No, I, I completely under- understand that because I was in like a seven-year relationship mm-hmm. back so I, I met him when I was 16 also <gasps> or I started okay. dating him when I was 16 and then yeah. I think we broke up when I was 23 uh, okay. or something long time so, yeah so I understand that part about like being clingy yeah, yeah, and yeah. like you know just learning to be your own person because yeah. when you start dating at such a young age you like you haven't formed such like a strong identity of yourself so you yeah. kind of morph into this person's girlfriend yeah, like that's yeah. your only role for sure yeah for sure. so i mean i get that yeah but do you guys not feel distant i feel like if i was in a long distance relationship and i wasn't talking to them that much i would feel very just like disconnected him and i don't talk on the phone like don't like talking on the phone a lot um hence probably why we like don't really like like actually speak speak that much but throughout the day like I will send him video DMs of me mm. just like whatever I'm doing. I'm like, mm. oh, look at this. Or like, or like, look what I'm doing. Look at Pepper, you know. Um, oh, Pepper's our dog. Uh-huh. And then um, 
just stuff like that. And I feel like when he sends me stuff back or he'll send me like a bunch of photos at the end of the day of like what he did, I feel like in that way I feel connected to him and like I don't want to make it seem like we don't talk like at all. Like we talk like once or twice a week on the phone like for a long time and then he'll call me once in a while just to be like hey I'm alive you know Mm. um but I feel like I don't feel that disconnected from him because we just send each other videos and like photos and I almost feel like I'm realizing that every relationship is truly like different because Mm. for me I feel very comfortable with this kind of Um, communication whereas Mm. for other people like I know my friends like they need more Mm. they need like to speak on the phone every night um or like every morning or twice a day which is fine as long as like both of you agree to it you know but like for me and him um it might seem a little bit odd but I feel like it works for us Mm. yeah yeah I mean as long as you guys are on the same page yeah 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 Yeah. do you think that's because you guys have been dating for so long though I do think so like It's we're definitely not in that lovey dovey stage where I you have to like talk every yeah, single day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just totally past that. <laughs> um, but like, I I will say like I feel like because I feel like the way we love each other is really really strong. Um, it's very different from obviously when I mean you would know too. You've been like in a really long relationship. I feel like it's so different than when you first start, mm. and we're always gonna grow and change and I've very much accepted that and I feel like this long distance thing is just showing now again how we have changed Mm. but how we're like we're changing separately but also together so like um we used to I used to be like you have to call me every day when he would like go on vacation for like three months or whatever but now I'm like I don't want to take away from your experience so you you tell me when it's good for you I'll tell you when it's good for me and we'll try and work something out no hard feelings right mm. um and I feel like that works for us I feel yeah. like it sounds really weird when I'm saying it but like <laughs> I feel like it does work for us and like um I mean I like it I feel like it yeah. lets us both be people in our own lives but also like come back after a week and be like oh my god all this happened this yeah week. you know yeah All right, we're going to pause here real quick because I have something exciting to share with you guys. This episode is sponsored by Athena Club, which is a sustainable and cruelty-free wellness brand. And I recently got to try a few of their products, particularly the Athena Club Razor. And prior to this, I was just using the cheap generic branded ones. And I would always find myself getting ingrown hairs and I would have to replace the dull blades pretty often. But with the Athena Club Razor, it actually has the sharpest patented blade on the market. So you'll get a super smooth shave every single time, which is great because I have pretty prickly legs. And it also actually has a water activated serum with shea butter and hyaluronic acid. So it's perfect for this dry winter weather. Plus, it's only $9 and you'll get two razor heads, a magnetic holder, and you can choose from six colors. I got the sky blue. Um, Even if you don't need a razor, honestly, check it out anyways because they have so many different self-care products and it's all super affordable. Uh, There's probiotics, multivitamins, face wipes, deodorants, pads, tampons, honestly, just any self-care product you could think of. Plus, their packaging is really cute. Just head on over to athenaclub.com. That's A-T-H-E-N-A-C-L-U-B.com and use promo code on the floor without any spaces and you'll get 20% off your first order. Yeah, I guess I'm wondering though, like how did that 
transition happen from like being mm-hmm. a needy and wanting all this time and attention and then to going to what you guys are doing now you know because like i feel like that that takes some sort of like change of mindset within you or whatever you know yeah. like um i think ideally this wasn't the like the best way for it to happen but it's definitely because jimmy is um a very lone wolf he's an only child <laughs> mm. and when i first dated him in high school i really liked how he was so independent very lone wolfy um and i guess because i i saw something in him that maybe i wanted to be um but i was so clingy i had a boyfriend right before jimmy for like four months um but honestly i will say that that four months being with that dude because he was my first boyfriend made shaped how i thought i was supposed to be as a girlfriend so i thought i was supposed to be clingy and like he was supposed to only want me i was supposed to be his whole life like he wouldn't have to need anything else which is ridiculous you know Mm -hmm. but this guy made me feel like i was supposed to have that kind of person and be that kind of person um so when we first started dating me and jimmy like he basically was like dude you gotta like chill Mm -hmm. i like i have my life and like things that i want to do and i'm only 18 like I'm not like settling down with you right now, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, that was quite hard for me to hear, obviously. And um, I think luckily I could see that he loved me um, and that advice from my friends too, mm-hmm. that I'm being too, I'm being too much, you know? And that really made me work on like just repeating to myself like, okay, if he's going to have his own life, you know, you need to have your own life. Mm. So I would, I started making sure I would go out with my friends more and I would say like, yeah. no, Jimmy, I'm going to hang out with my own friends and like do yeah. my own things, pick up my own hobbies, AKA like YouTube and stuff. Um, and that was like a really long process. Like I think I was clingy for like at least five, six years of our relationship. Yeah. I think yeah. I was okay at hiding it sometimes, but I think now I fully kind of settled into like a good healthy balance of, you know, missing him, but not, being overbearing about it you know right yeah and I think that's an important point you bring up because something I had to learn the hard hard way Mm -hmm. is uh I we kind of talked about it earlier where like I tend to kind of rely on my partner's friends or I did Mm -hmm. when I when I moved to New York because Mm -hmm. I I just didn't really know that many people here so all the friends and the people I was meeting it was through um the person I was dating at the time and what happens is if that relationship ends you are back to like square one you're Mm -hmm. and you know you you have nothing kind of left and so that was something i had to learn the hard way so i was like all right so like anytime like you're dating it's so important to just have your own life like it's yeah i know it sounds like so it's just common sense for some people but like for others like it's really not you know like especially if you are in kind of a situation where you don't have that many friends or Mm -hmm. you know you're in a new city or whatever like it's so important that you don't depend on just one person to kind of like help you build this life up otherwise like you like you really just never know what's gonna happen like obviously like i hope you know no one's breaking up but like but you just you never know you really never know exactly i totally agree do you think like after that like i guess how did you pick yourself up after that happened like realizing like oh man i 
broke up with this guy. I didn't realize I was breaking up with all these people I met too, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I also think that the first step to anything is like acknowledging it and processing it, you mm-hmm. know? Because like, I don't think I knew this about myself until you know, after I was sad or whatever, like I, I mm. let myself feel the emotions, whatever I was feeling. And then I had to be like, all right, Esther, like get it together. So yeah. like, what's going on? Like what's wrong? And then you yeah. just kind of think about all of, you know, the reasons why c- certain things happen. Like you just kind of, I feel like that's where the most growth happens. Mm-hmm. It's just like when you just have that time to yourself to mm-hmm. like process. Um, but yeah i don't know where i was going with that i'm having so many brain <laughs> no, no, parts no, right now because like you're like when people ask you like oh like how do you get out of like a certain situation or like right. a, like in a uh, i guess like a mental or emotional situation there's i feel like there's not really one pinpoint in time where you think that you were just like the switch was done it's more like yeah. a gradual thing of like tiny little steps that maybe you don't even notice that you mm. did to like um get out of whatever rut you were in mm-hmm. so like i get it like yeah, especially, like, I feel like maybe having roommates, too, has helped a lot. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, you know what helps is, th- again, this is, this is so cheesy, but you know how everyone always says, like, you know, focus on yourself, work on yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is so, so true. true. It's so annoying that it's true. Yeah, but it, it is very true. Like, just if you invest the time and energy in yourself, mm-hmm. it really pays off. A hundred percent. I agree. Yeah, like it's so cliche, but it really does. Like, I mean, obviously, like even this podcast came out of that, and like just so many different things, and like so many friendships, you mm-hmm. know, unfolded from that. And it's just like you really never know what you're missing out on until you just do it yeah Yeah. i think that was a really that's like so i feel like that's so true because um it's so so this is a random story Uh but my friend in new york he was telling me this year he goes i always have a word for every year i'm like huh he's like so this year my word is recovery Mm. and i was like oh interesting he's like what's your word and i was like I've never had a word before, but maybe I'll do it this year. And my word this year is like, just do it. Because mm. I'm the kind of person where I'm like, I want to do this. Let me think about it for six months and then do it. Maybe. Not sure. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I'm just really afraid of change. I'm really afraid of making a mistake. Um, and so this year I was like, no more. The things that I've always thought about, I'm just going to do it. Like, you know, and I, if I make a mistake, whatever, at least in any case, everything that I do, I will learn something from it, you know? Um, like, for example, I, like, recently got a tattoo for the first oh, time. Oh, what? It's a pepper. Oh, wait, that's so cute. Yeah, um, but <laughs> I want to see it. Oh, wait, that's really cute. Yeah. Um, and I didn't do it because my mom is, like, the Korean mom that, like, hates tattoos. My mom, too. She was, like, when I told her I really wanted to get one, she just looked at me like I... I did the like I robbed a bank like she was like <laughs> even though you got a tattoo of your dog yeah, she was like she's like please don't do it like blah blah yeah and I looked at my dad and he was like it's fine just do it you know whatever and I was like okay I'm gonna do it and she doesn't I she doesn't bring it up with me as long as I keep like it hidden I feel yeah. like she's whatever but I'm like okay you know she was mad but like I'm still alive, so okay, good. And now I'm like, once a month, I'm gonna try and do something that I've always wanted to do that I haven't done before. Oh, whoa! Yeah, and um, just to like give myself something to look forward to. Um, and I feel like whenever I do stuff like that, I always feel like 
I can't pinpoint how I feel different, but I feel mm. different in a good way. Mm. Um, so I'm going to keep trying to do that. Um, like this month, I'm trying to like make a song with a friend. Oh, just really? for fun, you know. Um, I'm like, like I've always write wanted the music to. And yeah, the yeah. I'm like, oh, I've wow. always wanted to do it. Like, why not? You know. So yeah, it's like just talking about how you're saying like working on yourself and investing in yourself. Like, I completely agree. I feel like it's just really fun, and you yeah. like like yourself more. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's so true, and I I love that because I had a friend who actually asked me to at the beginning of the year like. Oh, what's your word of the year? I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, it is a thing. I thought my friend yeah, was weird. <laughs> I, I don't have a word either, but... Um, oh, Maybe wait, you should have I a know, word. right? <laughs> Just to live every day with more intention. <laughs> intention. That could be your yeah, word. Intention. True. So you know what it is about like the whole just do a thing? I feel yeah. like the more you sit and think on something, the more you start doubting yourself mm-hmm, too. And mm-hmm. that's why like you end up just never doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's, like, a good motto. Just do it. Yeah, just don't, like, if, if it's something you've thought about before and you just haven't done it, like, just go do it. Because right. then you're just, like, not going to think about it anymore and you'll be happy that you have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, you know, people, this is so stupid, but, like, remember when we were in school and they were, like, don't second guess your answer. Like, yeah. Like, on the on the exams and stuff. I would always go back and change my answer. I always change my answer. <laughs> and it was always wrong. It was, like, damn it. And I'd be so confident. I'd be, like, oh. 30 minutes ago, Hannah was so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, damn it, I should have just stuck with my gut. But I guess that's lesson number one. <laughs> I know. People need to really remember that. Yeah, We're I reminding know. people on this podcast. Don't second I, guess yourself. I know. <laughs> uh, so then do you feel like that's kind of like helped your relationship with Jimmy too? Is like you getting such a like firmer grasp on yourself, finding what you love and like... I think so because... Um, I noticed like when before if I didn't have my own things I was like more angry at him and I think oh, it was when he of, left you alone yeah uh-huh. I think it was out of like jealousy like you have all of these friends and I just follow you around and then you just leave me and hang out with these people mm. and then I realized as I was thinking those things a lot of those decisions are my decision not to go out and meet his friends, mm. to follow him to Berkeley or California, whatever. Um, and all of these, he's made a lot of decisions. And I'm not trying, I'm not saying like he's really bossy. Yeah, yeah. He's always like asked me, but I'm just, I've always been a very like obedient child. Mm. So I usually just like go with the flow. Um, and I was getting, I, I guess I was feeling like resentment for it, which sucks because he didn't do anything. Yeah. You know, all he did was try and like take care of me and like make sure that, you know, I was happy. But, you know, obviously one person can't make your whole life happy. Mm. And so um, I I think that now that I'm doing this and all this stuff on my own, um, I feel like I feel more happy when he when he's like hanging out with his friends or like making new hobbies and doing stuff without me I'm like oh that's good like and I love hearing how happy you are about these things Mm. which before I didn't because I I mean I did but I didn't I was I was happy but I was always like why do I feel can I cuss Mm -hmm. why do I feel so shitty yeah and you feel so good Mm. you know what I mean Mm. and I realized it was just I wasn't investing in myself Mm. yeah you know so um in that way I feel like my just do it thing has made me like feel happier because I feel like like even today I I was he was um 
because I'm a very big homebody, I um I really love to stay at home but if I stay at home too much it's really bad um and I was telling him like oh yeah I'm going um to do like a podcast today and he was like oh, I'm so proud of you you're going outside like you're doing things I'm like I know <laughs> yeah so like just stuff like this I feel like it is definitely changing the balance in our relationship. Mm. Oh, wait. One thing a month you you haven't done, or have you been on a podcast? No, this is... Yeah, all right. That counts. Yeah. <laughs> you're good for I March. know. He was like, you're going to be on a podcast? It's so yeah, cool. And yeah. my roommates were like, oh, my God, we're going to listen to it when it comes out. <laughs> oh, wait, that's, I love the support. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cute. Um. Okay, so then I actually have... I don't know if this is like a juicy question, but like... You know how in long-term relationships, a lot of people ask, like, how do you keep things kind of, like, spicy or, like, interesting? Oh, my gosh. That is the most common Do people ask you that? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think when I get that question, it's mostly pertaining to sex. Right. Um, because I feel like the answer to how to keep things fun is, for me, is always, like, just go do things with your partner that, like, for example, if I'm like, oh, I want to go eat at this place – I'll be even with my friendships mm-hmm. like to not like let it be boring I'm like okay I'm going with you like we're going together and it'll be fun you know like I always like if I'm always thinking about oh I want to go try this I'm always like I'm gonna pick a person to go try this with and sometimes oh. it'll be Jimmy or some it'll be someone else and I feel like in that sense that has kept my friendships and relationships fun you know mm. um and I think in terms of like how to keep it spicy like mm. I get this question so much because you do. Yeah, because everyone's like, "Oh my god, 10 years." Like like and I've never been with anyone else. He's like uh-huh. my first um the first guy I've ever had sex with and uh-huh. the only guy. And so like I think people are just like, oh, "You know, you never yeah. been with anyone else." A lot of questions come with that. "Oh, do you feel like you want to be with anybody else?" Yeah, like are you curious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um yeah. and like I guess I'll just tackle all of those right now. But one, I always, I've answered this so many times because I feel like just honestly, yeah, like him and I both have always talked like very open about, Mm, um, I think that's important. Yeah. Yeah. We're always just like, of course we have thought about being with other people because we definitely still find other people very attractive, you know? Um, And I think we've, we've settled on the fact like, if in the future we ever wanted to be with anyone else, that is a discussion for us to have then. And like, um, like we've talked about having an open relationship and I don't think we're like just shy about that. And I think because we've been together for so long, I'm very like comfortable in how much he loves me. And I know that this whole thing about us wanting to try be with other people is is purely a physical thing mm. you know you're like you're like i wonder what sex would be like with someone else because mm. i've only ever known sex with this one person mm. you know um and people are like oh, do you feel like you're missing out on anything i'm mm. like i'm like i mean no but yes but not i don't think that enough to want to like, like end the yeah yeah and be yeah. with someone else but I, I always tell them like you know if i ever feel that strongly like i will let you know and like mm. can we like try to be in like an open relationship where I'm like physically open with other people but like you are my guy you know Mm -hmm. and um yeah but I just I really haven't like thought about it that much but if that were ever to come up yes and then I guess like the second thing about feeling like spicy in the bedroom Mm. I always tell people like 
I hope this isn't TMI. But I always tell people, like, um, if there's something that you've, like, wanted to try, just you try. should just ask and try. Like, um, I remember, like, before, like, when we were young, like, we didn't have sex till like, we were, like, twenty. Mm, one mm-hmm. you know something like that mm-hmm. um and i like obviously it was like wow this is cool and new so like you know missionary was like the thing you uh-huh. know uh-huh. so like at first i was like yeah but then obviously like you want to do new things yeah. you know so like i feel like i feel like i always tell people uh, one thing that i've tried is like using like tools like sex mm. toys or like like um uh, what's it called like like an eye mask or something mm-hmm. like and those like really small things kind of rekindle like curiosity like mm. what is this person gonna do next or like blah 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 um and so I feel like that's my like opinion on keeping it spicy right. like introduce something new yeah 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 right. and then like not to be like shy about it or if you are shy about it that could also be part of the experience yeah, you know like true. yeah so I just feel like it's kind of a hard question to answer because I feel like everyone's sex taste is very different. Mm. But I like always encourage people to like talk to their partner about it and like see what new things you guys would both be interested in. Right. You know, and if you're not, then you just don't do it again. Yeah. 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 I think that's the most important part is just like having that open dialogue. Yeah. 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 But I for sure like can see why people would think that because I don't know about you, but like there's always like I feel like when you're in a long term relationship, like you're never like wanting to do it all the time you know like Mm. I feel like I've had like a dry spell for like a few weeks where I'm like "Mm, like I don't really want to like have sex right now but then Mm. like it goes away you know um but I don't know I don't know if you felt like Mm -hmm. that no I I definitely had that when I was in like the long-term relationship but it never lasted that long and I, I think I kind of also knew the reasons why like it mm. was you know i didn't really feel that great about myself or oh, it was yeah. maybe it was like a hormonal thing or yeah, whatever yeah. and if you i feel like if you're kind of able to identify that then um it it doesn't become so much of a because it can become it can easily become an insecurity thing you can right you can sometimes feel like oh why don't they want to have sex with me you know yeah, like yeah, is yeah. it you know are they not attracted to me anymore or like you know like little thoughts like that can come yeah. up but if it's not that then like it might purely be because you're really busy these days or you're stressed out Mm -hmm. or like whatever like there could be so many different reasons um also that that's like so true like when you are like not really wanting to like have sex and then your partner is like (gasps) you know and that's mm -hmm. why it's really important to like talk about it because like it's not you literally it's me Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly. So, like, I get it. You can. It's easy to feel like, oh no, like, is there something I I'm not doing? Like, are yeah. they not, you know, attracted to me anymore? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I feel like even things like that, if you bring it up, then it, you know, you can easily be reassured mm. about something like that. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, because I feel like sometimes you can almost feel afraid to bring that up because they might now, I don't know, only do certain things because you said that yeah you know that whole thing where like oh you only do this because i told you to mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm, i want mm-hmm. you to do it because you want to yeah. like, you know that argument yeah. that everyone uses i use it <laughs> no don't worry i've definitely said that before <laughs> but 
but it's like things like that yeah like, yeah honestly every relationship i know like, dude i always say that like oh my god that's so funny i think i literally said that the other day i was like um i was oh, what did, we were on the phone and he was like I wish you would say, like, I love you when you say goodnight. Mm -hmm. Because I always just say goodnight, and I put a heart, and then I put do not disturb, and I go to sleep. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. And then, like, I started saying it, and then he stopped saying it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, now you're not saying it. And he was like, he's like, wait, what? And I was like, he's like, okay, I'll say it now. And I'm like, I don't want you to do it because I said so. I want you to do it because you want me to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so funny. Yeah. (laughs) see that argument you can never win yeah you can't really you're just like because now uh, it's like do you want me to do it or not (laughs) it's like you already said it so now i have nothing i don't know what to do oh okay i should stop using that argument it's really hard though no i've said it too but then when someone says that to you you're like oh well now like what do you want me to do that like i'm so confused yeah 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 yeah. that's so funny i really wish your um boyfriend was here if you guys could do this together oh yeah I feel like that'd be fun too <laughs> i would love to hear like his side oh yeah he's like um it's funny because on my videos um i do like these things called heart to hannah's and like people mm, ask me it's cute. it's like a little similar to this but um like instead of like a conversation it's more like pe- people like genuinely want to hear my opinion or advice on their uh, their circumstance so like they'll q a yeah kind uh-huh, of uh-huh. yeah and so um, I when I do it with Jimmy, it's very popular because mm. I think he offers um, a different perspective than a woman. Mm. Um, I don't really feel like men feel as comfortable talking about like emotional things um, as like as much. So whenever he's on it with me, like I feel like he has a more um, logical and um, like response that i feel like people can relate to mm, um so i do think like it would be very interesting for you to do it with like a couple because yeah. i feel like you can get like a take on two kinds of yeah what's it called perspectives yeah right yeah. like the same situation but two two different people yeah, seeing yeah, yeah. it completely different yeah, right? yeah. yeah 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 okay so do you have any like exciting things coming up for yourself or um so not really just because i don't plan ahead in my life like too far ahead people are like oh where do you see yourself in five years I'm always like I don't know I don't care because like I've noticed that growing up I always did that I'm like I want to do this by this year this by this year like Mm. I thought I was going to be like a surgeon like that's like that's what I wanted to do in high school you know and and then I obviously didn't because look at me but like and then every time I would do that I would be like, okay, I'm going to, because when I moved to SF, yeah, I was like, I'm going to get a corporate job so Jimmy doesn't have to support me anymore. Got rejected from like 30 different jobs. Mm. And then I was like, it's been a year and I don't have a job. So I got like a part-time job. And then I just like realized every time I try to set too big of an expectation for myself, too far ahead, like I always get let down. Mm. And um, I just feel like it's not healthy for me. And I'd rather make like these monthly goals for myself and and then see where I am in a year. Because mm. like you never know what's going to happen like ever. So that's what I told myself. Like, you know, I was planning on doing X, Y, and Z next year, but I really don't know what's going to happen in like the next few months. Right. So that's why like I just I don't ever say anything unless it's like within like a month or two. Mm. I mean, I guess if 
COVID taught us anything, it's that, yeah, yeah. Like, literally any, you know, like a pandemic could hit. Yeah. It could change the course of your, the next couple years for you yeah. or your whole life, you yeah. know? Are you um, like a notion planner? Like, uh, so opposite of you, I was always like very in the moment, not oh, okay. really looking ahead to the future. Maybe as far as I would go is like a year or two, right? Okay. But I think now I, I don't plan like map out, yeah. you know, how the next couple of years of my life is going to look like. It's not like that. But I do think more like I'm, I'm much of a forward thinker now than I was back then, I will say. Mm, okay. And that's only because I realize that if at least for me, if I don't have that like bigger purpose for myself, that mm. like bigger end goal or dream or whatever, then it's so easy for me to fall off track or not feel motivated. Oh, so for I me, see. it's it's a way to keep myself like okay in check. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. but I, I get the whole thing with um, doing the monthly goals because like I think you need a balance of both. Yeah, you know. Um, for sure i don't think you should only be planning for the future and like sacrificing so much in the day-to-day but then at the same time i don't think you should like completely disregard the future and like live like yolo that's just yeah yeah yeah, that's not not practical either so i feel like whatever works for like you and your i guess what what's going to help you keep stay on track yeah and then yeah Yeah, because everyone works differently yeah um i tried so hard to be like the bullet journal girl (laughs) i can't do that oh my gosh dude everybody on youtube was doing it i was like i was like i really like watching these but the minute i start i'm just like really overwhelmed i'm like okay but like what if i don't want to do this you know what i mean i'm just like i'm like i can't do this anymore yeah yo no i can never do bullet journaling first of all i'm not like artistic like that at all um and yeah i would rather just buy a planner that has everything laid out for me and i'll I'll fill it in i'm exactly the same way my roommate's bullet drilling right now and i'm just like i'm like this looks like too much work and i know part of it is like de-stress yeah you know but i i guess like art isn't a de-stressor for me (laughs) it stresses you out more (laughs) i think it would stress me out too because like if each page doesn't look exactly how i want it or like the same i'd just rip it out and start all over again yeah um but i mean respect to the people who do do it oh, because yeah. like, like that's it, that's first of all it's fun to watch because it's super talent like they're super talented and it looks so pretty but can i just like buy it from you like <laughs> yeah. all your art books yeah. buy it from you and i'll fill it in yeah yeah exactly oh my god sorry about the noise oh no worries um, this is what happens when you live in brooklyn yeah, on a busy street too so oh, god this construction i hope it's not picking up it definitely picked up <laughs> whatever um Okay, well, I think that's all the time we have for today's episode. Cool, that was Unless, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks so much for coming. Hopefully, we can do a follow-up one day with when Jimmy's here. Yeah, well, yeah. he's going to come, like, in June before I move out to help me, like, move and stuff. So mm. maybe maybe I can convince him to, like, yeah, come yeah, by and, yeah. and podcast it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for those who want to, I guess, find more of you, where can they find you? Oh, um, my YouTube channel is just Hannah Lee, mm-hmm. and then my Instagram is Hannah Wiley, and mm-hmm. that's all I have. Okay, cool. <laughs> and then you guys can also find me on Instagram at Esther YS, and then I will tune in again in two weeks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>